everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're really excited today. We have another Hallstar interview for you. We're talking with Sinead Grimes speech today. And Sinead, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yes. So what we like to do with new guests is we like to get an idea of how you got started and what inspired you to get into acting. Oh my goodness. Um, I started when I was really young. So I just was always that kid that loved to be front and center. I was into dance and musical theater and all of the things. I actually went to a musical theater program when I was, I want to say I was about 12. And one of the boys who was on Degrassi was in the same program. And so I totally geeked out. I loved Degrassi. It had been on for a couple of years. And I asked him for his autograph and he was like, so taken aback. <laughs> I was like, sure. Like, do you want to do this? Like, I'll give you my agent's number. And, and that was the first time I even like heard of agents or, or anything like that. So he was kind of who got my wheels turning on like, oh, this is a real thing that I could do. And yeah. then um, nothing ever really happened with that. But then a year later at a recital for that same program, um, when I was leaving the recital, my agent, who's still my agent today, um, ran across the street in the parking lot as I was about to climb into the car with my mom and was like, do you want an agent? Do you want me to, you know, should we work together? And, and shortly thereafter, I booked my first commercial and got my taste of what it was really like to be on set and to, you know, do all of those things. And, and I was hooked. So that was was it. She's, she's yeah. been my agent since I was 13 years old. <laughs> See, that's the kind of agent you want because right? it, you want someone who's going to like hustle. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And she's just been in my corner ever since. I absolutely yeah. love her. To thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast, it's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. Looking for the perfect gift for the book lover in your life? Dive into some great dual time novels this Christmas where the past intersects with the present. First up, we have By Way of the Moonlight by Elizabeth Musser. Allie Massey's dream to use her grandparents' estate for equine therapy is crushed when she discovers the property has been sold to a contractor. With weeks until demolition, Allie unearths some of Nanadale's best kept secrets, including her champion filly, a handsome man, and one fateful night during World War II, and perhaps a clue to keep her own dream alive. Next, Where the Last Rose Blooms by Ashley Clark. More than a century apart, two women seek lost hope. Abolitionist Clara is determined to help an enslaved woman reunite with her daughter. Alice can't stop wondering what happened to her mother in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. Faced with the unknown, both women will have to dig deep to let their courage bloom. Next, When the Day Comes by Gabrielle Meyer. Libby has been given a powerful gift to live one life in 1774 Colonial Williamsburg and the other in 1914 Gilded Age New York City. When she falls asleep in one life, she wakes up in the other without any time passing. On her 21st birthday, Libby must choose one path and forfeit the other. But how can she possibly decide when she has so much to lose? Then we have The Master Craftsman by Kelly Stewart. When Ava Lane's dying treasure hunter father entrusts to her his mission to find a missing Fabergé egg, she has no idea how high the stakes will climb or how her allegiances will be tested. Join the hunt in this lavish dual-time narrative that plunges you into the 1917 Russian Revolution, the fall of the Romanovs, and a long-buried Soviet secret. And finally, The Extraordinary Deaths of Mrs. Kipp by Sarah Brunsfold. Frustrated reporter Aidan Kelly begrudgingly agrees to help a hospice patient prepare her obituary, but old Claire Kipp has some incredible stories 
and some surprises up her sleeve that promises to make this seemingly throwaway assignment a life-changing one. So head over to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies to pick up one of these great books and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th to December 12th. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off. That's great. I have to say you have one of the most specific IMDb pro, uh, bios I've ever seen. Oh, really? Uh, yes. It says it uh, like things like, <laughs> That you like to go to the gym, wear Gucci sunglasses, vintage clothes. Who writes yes. this? I don't know. Oh my god, I don't own a <laughs> pair of Gucci sunglasses. So I don't know who's gotten into that. I swear it's on there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah. You I love know. the Killers, the band. I did love the Killers when I was like fifteen. I <laughs> like who who wrote this. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. I'm like, wow. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, so you did end up working on Degrassi, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I did. That was like my first proper TV gig after I had done a handful of commercials. Did you ever work with that that actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We worked together for years. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) So funny. And I remember like before I had my first day, I was so paranoid that I was going to call people by their character names because I had been on TV for three years, um, which I don't think I actually ever did. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. We worked together. Jake Goldsby. Shout out Jake Goldsby. Yep. Yeah. It it probably was a really good place to get started because they're used to, you know, working with young actors and yeah. And uh, a good way to kind of uh, break you in, break you in. Yeah. 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 It was like an actor's boot camp, and everything's so melodramatic on Degrassi all the time. So, like, you know, you've got to learn how to like cry on command and -hmm. and hit your mark and and work in huge ensembles and these like big, you know, full cast scenes and stuff. So, it's definitely like a little boot camp for Mm -hmm. for young actors. It was awesome. Well, and Degrassi has lots of fans. They yeah. really do. And so do you have, do you find yourself like having similar situations where you're meeting someone who really wants your autograph kind of a thing? It's like, oh, this is all full circle. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like <laughs> autographs are dated. I feel like I'm aging yeah. myself by saying I asked for somebody's autograph, but, um, <laughs> but true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, it's such an amazing selfies probably now. Yeah, exactly. Selfies. Yes. Lots of selfies. <laughs> the years for sure which is yeah but Degrassi's been an incredible um franchise you know they just keep churning it out and I know now it's on HBO Max like it's wild um what Linda Schuyler and Stephen Stone did with that show is just incredible how it has stood the test of time beyond I think anything that exists like in television it's just amazing so then you were on the 90210 reboot yeah and so how did that all happen? And what was that experience like? How did it happen? I mean, I was, uh, so I was 18 when I booked 90210. Um, I'd been on Degrassi since I was about 13 or 14. And and I had done other jobs in and around there. So I was on Degrassi for a few years, but I was a small character initially when I was on the show. And so I had to kind of work my way up and I actually didn't get offered a a series regular contract until my last 
season on the show. And when they initially offered, it was for two seasons. I decided I only wanted to do one because I wanted to go off to university. So I was wrapping up high school and I was interning at fashion television, which is like a Canadian fashion network or was a Canadian fashion network. Um, just doing the tape library intern thing. And they gave me the opportunity to host my own segment, like one little segment on this show. So I was so stoked. And I had been sent the 90210 self-tape audition. And I was like, I am hosting my own segment for fashion television. Like, no way. I am not wasting my time on a self-tape that nobody is going to watch. If I can make it, if I wrap early enough on this fashion segment, then I'll go to the self-tape place and get it done. So I did finish early. I went to the self-tape place and then I got a call the next day saying, hey, uh, you're flying to LA this weekend. They're going to screen test you. It was just like a whirlwind story. And I went, I ended up testing for two characters, Annie and Silver. Um, And then I went home and then Silver got cast. I knew I didn't get that. And then Annie had been offered to Hillary Duff. So I was just lying in wait basically to see if Hillary was going to take it or not for like weeks, what felt like years. (laughs) And then one day I was studying my SAT flashcards because I wanted to go to an American university. So I was studying to take those. And my agent called and was like, are you sitting down? Your whole life just changed. And he told me that I I got the job and that was it. Yeah. It was crazy. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you like had a freak out moment. <laughs> yeah, and nobody was home, so I had like yeah. nobody to tell <laughs> that like this crazy life changing thing just happened. Yeah. Uh, so then you were on your first Hallmark movie was Christmas Incorporated with Steve Lund, I think. Yeah. That and uh, and so you got uh to do a Christmas movie early on, and uh, that one you were the uh you're there to shut down the the toy company <laughs> which was yes a fun a fun yes. part and a fun role yeah it was and steve was so great he's so mm-hmm. funny um, yeah so we had a lot of fun mind you it was like the middle of the summer as i'm you're sure right, right. from anyone you've interviewed who's done a christmas <laughs> movie they always shoot them in the summer and you're all just like baking in scots and be- uh, scarves and beanies but yeah it was a really fun movie to shoot mm-hmm. yeah Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. So then you have Date with Love, and I really enjoy this movie. I think it's Was really- that the one with Andrew? 
Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And Billy Madison. Yeah. I really like it. I think it's a, it's a fun little story. I mean, I still think they should have called it promposal. That, that would have been a really good one. Yeah. 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 But nevertheless, <laughs> I still like it. And I, I think they, it must've been fun to play like this big movie star. You're like Julia Roberts in the movie. <laughs> Yeah. It's such a funny, I, yeah, I've done that once before too. I was in like this random movie with Jojo, like the singer Jojo when I was a teenager and I was playing kind of like a Lindsay Lohan character then, but I think what was most fun for me was just like, I'd never really been the grown up in a movie before (laughs) and like (laughs) Bailey and, and she had her storyline and they were really the stars of the show. And Bailey is just amazing. Like she Mm -hmm. was the sweetest, most beautiful spirited, um, kid ever. And I had so much fun working with her. Yeah. It's always nice in these Hallmark movies when you can get two love stories for the price of one, which was the case with they would love. Yeah. Yeah. You and Andrew Walker and then of course Bailey and, uh, and, uh, her love interest. And so that was, I just think it's, I just think it's a cute movie. Yeah. Fun one. Um, so then you have mechanics of love with, you got to be with Tyler Hines pretty early on. Yes, Tyler. I know. I was just back to back. And now those boys, like I've been out of the game for so long. And now when you I going back and doing a Hallmark movie again, people are like, oh yeah, Andrew Walker and Tyler Hyde. It's like the golden Hallmark boys. And I'm like, I think I was in a movie with him like six years ago. I didn't even remember like their last names or anything because it was just like this one-off thing and whatever. Mm-hmm but they're like the Hallmark, the guys and yeah. I've been in a movie with two of the big <laughs> boys at Hallmark. Yeah. 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 I mean, Tyler, I, I interviewed him. I think I was the first one in the Hallmark world that interviewed him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if he's going to be, if I, I thought he was super nice and great, but I was just like, I don't know if this style is going to work, you know, with Hallmark movies. And then I saw the movies and I was like, he's great. This is going to be, (laughs) and he's, he, he just, he has a way of bringing, I think, chemistry out with every person he works with. Yeah. Yeah. He was nice. He was lovely. Um, the movie was cute. He was, you know, more, I guess, about like the kind of rough around the edges, like cool guy for Hallmark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you, you were the, you were the mechanic, obviously mechanics of love, but, but, uh, but you were a little more of like a tomboy, which was fun. Yeah. Your character, I would say. Well, let's talk about when I think of Christmas, why don't your new movie, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Okay. Um, well, when I think of Christmas again, you're getting two love stories for the price of one, which I love. And you're also getting a third one between my character and her mom. Um, a really beautiful relationship between the two of them. And it's really just about this girl. She goes, you know, big city gal goes back to the small town as you do. And um, to help her mom move. And she bumps into her high school boyfriend who they parted ways on a, a sour note and, you know, they kind of start to have their paths intertwine again and rekindle their first love. And it's just, it's done really well. Like it is so sweet and it's 
actually got a lot of depth to the relationships, both between her and her high school boyfriend and her and her mom. Um, and then, you know, mama's got game too. Mama's got her own little love story happening on the sidelines too, which we love for mom. So it was just a really, it was a really, really fun movie to shoot. I really actually loved the script. And um, I think it's a sweet story that a lot of people are going to really enjoy. I hope anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So when you're, when you're assigned somebody like Nile Mater in this movie, uh, is there anything you do to help like build the chemistry? Like I know a lot of people do like a chemistry read or anything like you just go for it. Oh, no, I knew Niall's name and I couldn't point where I knew his name and I Googled him and I was like, no, I don't know this guy. Like, why do I know his name? What has he done? And then I was like, let me just see. And I Googled his name in 90210 and then photos of him on set with other characters on the show came up and I was like, that's why I know his name because he was on 90210. Like we did so many episodes of that show. I think we did like 119 episodes in the end. So people come up to me all the time. They're like, I was on 90210. I'm like, I don't know. There were so many of us too. So you could have been on the show for episodes and never worked with me because right. our characters weren't in, in scenes together. So he was on a handful of episodes of 90210 at one point in time. So we had that. We're both Canadian. So you have that. And his his character in the movie's name is Josh, which is my husband's name. And my character in the movie's name was Sarah with no H. And that's his wife's name, the exact spelling and everything. So that was just like a really freakish, weird coincidence. Like, yeah, you know, we did that intentionally. But yeah, we got along like a house on fire Him, my husband got along. We both got, we both have two kids, a boy and a girl. So we just had a lot in common. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just really fun. It felt like I was working with an old friend, even though we've never actually worked together. That's great. Uh, so you play a singer in this movie. Yeah. And so I wondered, it sounded like you grew up with musical theater, you said, uh, so you have singing background. No, I mean, not really, no. I, you know, I, I was like an eight-year-old that liked to belt out whatever show tune was on or like Britney Spears song was playing, but no, I'm not a singer um, okay. at all, which made this a very scary challenge to set myself, but Niall's not a singer either. So we were bonded in that of like, okay, like, let's just overcome our deepest insecurities together and, and do this right now. But I think it actually went pretty well. It doesn't sound terrible. We actually, yeah. you know, it sounded nice. And we had such a supportive crew around us helping us through that process. So it was great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, it must be nice having Peter Benson as a director, somebody who's an actor himself. Uh, yeah. I would think that would be helpful yeah. in uh, him working with actors. Yeah. Peter was honestly, I kept saying to everyone and him, like he was my favorite director that I've ever worked with because of that. I think, I mean, on top of him just being like the nicest guy ever, but he, he is an actor. So he knew how to communicate with us he knew this kind of shorthand to get us to do what he wanted us to do and also gave us space to you know still be creative and do our own thing he was super efficient like wildly efficient because he just showed up prepared knew what was needed knew what wasn't and um yeah I loved working with Peter so much he was mm -hmm. great that's cool. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? 
What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. So we like to end our interviews with some fun Christmas questions. Okay. So here we go. First question, what is your favorite holiday drink? Oh, gosh. Um, probably like a cinnamony something or other, like a coffee, but with cinnamon honey flavors in it. Oh, there we go. Okay. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Ooh, um, my Nona's pumpkin pie. I know that's like more of a Thanksgiving thing, but we always did that for Christmas as well. So that holds a soft spot in my heart. Yeah. I mean, I think that Thanksgiving counts as part of like the Christmas season. Yeah. I think it counts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. What is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Um, 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 well, the one we're listening to on repeat right now is joy to the world from, but the Mariah Carey version specifically. Um, Mm -hmm. and I also love a song by the waitresses. I can't remember Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. That's my Christmas song. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite classic Christmas movie? Ooh, um, the Santa Claus trilogy is ah. my personal favorite. I don't know if that counts as classic, yeah. but I feel like at this point it does. Uh, absolutely love those movies. We all have a favorite in our yeah. house. So my daughter's is the Grinch. My husband's is a tie between, well, he's got a few, but Elf, Home Alone, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation are his. And mm-hmm. then all three of the Santa yeah. Claus movies are mine. Well, are you going to watch the new um the Santa Clauses? Yes, I am. Oh my gosh, I'm so <laughs> excited. I am so excited. I had yeah. goosebumps all over my body when I saw that come out <laughs> on Disney Plus. Yeah, the trailer. I I was so excited. So I can't yeah. wait for that to I, air. I I uh, I'm I just got the uh the uh, screener link because I'm a film critic and so yeah, I'm excited to to see what they have awesome. for us. Yeah, yeah, should be fun. Yeah. All right. Which do you like better, Scrooge or the Grinch? The Grinch. Okay. Which do you like better, clear lights or colored? Clear. Okay. Would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Mm, Build a snowman. And uh, would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? Very much so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last question. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? What's your ugliest Christmas sweater if you have one? Of course I do. I actually just ordered a new one because I've been rocking the same one for a few years now. I felt like I needed a little refresh, mm-hmm. but it had cats on it with bells that actually nice. jingle. 
Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. All right. You did it. You answered all the questions. <laughs> Wicked. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. And we're looking forward to the new movie. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. I hope thank you have a very you. Merry Christmas. You too. Bye. We'd like to thank Shanae for coming on the podcast. This was really fun to get to talk with her. Let us know what you think about all the different things that we talked about in the comment section or on Twitter. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod, Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. Uh, it helps people to find the podcast. And if you are watching YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. I appreciate that so much. Also, we have our patron group and merch store. Check that out. And uh, thanks so much again to Sinead. Really appreciate it. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye.